Alright, welcome to the Nerd Files. I'm Dan. I'm Tom. And we have Robert. Hi! Who's got a new haircut? Huh? You got a haircut? Yeah, about two hours ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Today is Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger Day. So I prepared the quiz in an hour, and it shows. Hopefully the questions aren't too easy and randomly too hard at times, so hopefully there's no complaints. <laughs> just just fair warning. Okay. Alright. So, since Robert was, I believe he has won recently, right? Well, no, um, you won the last one because I gave the last quiz. I know, but when last time you played, you won, right? Yeah, that was the second horror movie quiz, wasn't it? Yeah, so I'll give you the chance for round one. You can either go first, or you can pick between Arnold or Sly. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> oh, man. I'll take Arnie. Okay, so Tom, you go first. After Rocky, Stallone found another franchise playing who? This is for one one Raven. Okay. Was it A, John Rambo? B, John McClane? C, Han Solo? Or D, The Terminator? Rambo. Yeah, I figured that you would get it, so I didn't need to read those, but I read them anyway. Well, I mean, I wasn't sure if, like, Dread, there were multiple movies or something. No, no, no. No, thank God, no. Alright, Tom's on the board with one. Okay, Robert. Yeah? Which barbarian did Arnold play? Conan. <laughs> Conan? Yeah. That's correct. Jason Momoa also played Conan. Our new Aquaman. Yeah, that's true. Isn't he also... No, Droga? Yeah. yeah, we discussed that. He's also Caldroga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alright, last question for Tom in round one. Yeah. <laughs> Stallone got his break writing and starring in this movie. Say it again. Stallone got his break writing and starring in this movie. Rocky? Yep. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold famous famously says, I'll be back in which film? Does he have to list all of them after the first one? No, just... I know, I was making a joke. He just says it a lot after that. Do you need, oh. this, do you need the options? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm really, I, I, uh, I, God damn it. I don't want to sound really stupid here, and it's going to, but I can't remember if he says it in one or two. Because, I mean. There's only one I, option. What? There's only one listed. On, like, okay, A, Terminator, B, Conan, C, The Last Stand, D, Maggie. Well, it's got to be Terminator. Yeah. There you go. I just 
be said it in Terminator 1 or Terminator 2. He said it all of them. It was what? It was at the hospital or the police station. Police station. Was it in all of them? No, he said it. He probably does say it in all of them after that because he says it in like almost every movie after that. Movie. I know there's a montage on YouTube of all Terminators 1 through 4 of him saying it. Well, that's what I mean. I just, I didn't know which one yeah, he said it. Yeah, true. And it, like, the first one, he's, he's the, the antagonist. He's the bad guy. He's the one that's trying to kill everybody. That's true. I just think he did the one-liner there until he got into that little more, like, campy Terminator 2 where he, I would imagine him saying it because I think that's where he started the Austin La Vista thing, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Yeah. No, that's right. I just, I thought that may have been the same time he did that, too, but. True. And then the thumbs up as his, his arm goes into the into the molten metal. <laughs> the thing that gets like been parodied so many times. But those are like, that's stuff that the, that, that the kid taught him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the thing. It just I just I I didn't want to sound stupid. But I no, really you, that's cool, stuff. man. Okay, round two. Tom, would you like to pick between Sly and Arnold? Pick one. All right. Um. I guess I'll go Arnold since I was Sly first round. Shit. Okay, Robert, you're first. Shit. <laughs> what college did Sylvester Stallone attend for one semester, but later received an honorary diploma? Was it A. NYU, B. Boston University, C. USC, or D. University of Miami? <laughs> I'm gonna go Boston. That's incorrect. It was the University of Miami. Uh, Tom. Hey. In 1994, Arnold starred in which James Cameron film? A. True Lies. B. Kindergarten Cop. C. Commando. Or D. Terminator 2. Terminator 2. It's incorrect. It was True Lies. Lies. I knew that one. <laughs> okay, I Robert. And Tom Arnold. I love that fucking Yeah, that's a great film. I think oh, Term I Terminator 2 was in 91, I believe. What's that? How much are they worth? No, I wasn't sure if True Lies was Cameron or not, so I went with the oh, one. Oh, yeah. Remember it was like, didn't we watch it with Charlton Heston at the beginning? Oh, right. That was so weird. <laughs> I just remember the scene where, like... Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is dancing? Yeah, where she's, like, seducing him and doesn't know that it's him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. My favorite one is that you're fired line where he, like, takes the guy off the missile and fires him into the helicopter. <laughs> All right, Robert. Yes. How many Razzie awards has Sylvester Stallone won? These are awards for like worst actor of the year and stuff. Oh, I know what a Razzie is. Okay, I... A three, B four, C ten, or D twelve. God Almighty! Oh. 
let's see. I would think he might have won a Razzie for like Rocky Five. Oh, God, I, I just, I, I guess, just knowing you, I haven't seen a lot of really bad Stallone movies, so. They do exist. I'm sure they do, <laughs> but I'm just, I just, knowing from the stuff you've shown me, I haven't seen a lot of bad Stallone movies, so. I'm going to go with four. He's actually won ten, which is the most ever, which is C. What? <laughs> Yeah. Most Razzies ever? Yeah. What kind of, like, did they just hate the Expendables or Like, something? it can be, like, worst director and actor in the same year and stuff. Like, it can be like that. Or, I oh, mean, okay. Yeah, he, I think he won one for Rocky Five, like you said, an Oscar and Don't don't Shoot Mom or something. Don't Stop or My Mom Will Shoot or... Oh, God. There was a lot of bad ones in the 90s. Okay. Tom. Arnold was the governor of what state? California. <laughs> Tom gets two points. Tom should get a half point for that. That's a, he just got. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, round three. These are worth three questions, and you can steal. You guys can steal this time. Um, Robert, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right. Tom. Stallone and Arnold co-starred with 50 Cent Jackson in which film? Was it A, The Expendables, B, The Escape Plan, C, The Grudge Match, D, Copland? That's correct. Ooh. Robert. Stallone and Arnold first appeared together on screen with who? Bruce Willis, Bruce Lee, Robert De Niro, or Mickey Rourke? In any movie ever? Yeah, together. The first appearance together on screen. They were with somebody, too. Was it Bruce Willis, Bruce Lee, Robert De Niro, or Mickey Rourke? Bruce Willis. That's correct. Expendables. I'm you needed those. Got you needed those. Well, I, I couldn't remember them ever being in a film with De Niro. Um, um, I knew that Mickey Rourke was in Expendables, but I didn't think they were ever on film together at the same time. Um, even that ending scene at the bar, I don't think Schwarzenegger was there, so... No, that, church, that scene at the church, was, that was why it was like the historic scene cameo type thing. Yeah. I was just, that wasn't the first time they'd ever been on screen together. Yeah, it was. Had, yeah. Expendables, so. 
Didn't Mickey Rourke just spend that entire first movie just fixing up a motorcycle and then, like, giving long, boring stories about... Yeah, he was, like, just a small role and, like, he right off the, right off the Iron Man 2 set. <laughs> yeah, I, he was way more fun than Iron Man 2. <laughs> it was the butter... Second half with the giant laser thing. <laughs> All right, so we're in the final round. There's two questions. Um, you guys can wager up to five on this first one. I think I only have five points. But yeah. I think Tom has, uh, seven. He has seven. Uh, okay. I'll wager three. Okay. I will also wager three. Alright, so both wagers three. Okay, Sylvester Stallone was 23 years old when he got his first starring role in the softcore porno that was later retitled Italian Stallion, but its original name was uh, B. Oh no, A. <laughs> A, the Big Salami. B, the party at Kitty and Studs, C, Rocky Balboa, or D, the Grand Salami? I'm going to go with B, just because it sounded like that's what you were saying the answer was. And I don't know. I'll go with Tom on that one. God damn it. It was B. The party at Kitty and Studs. He played Stud, the Italian Stallion. So the thing was, after Rocky came out, it was renamed the Italian Stallion. Uh, he was only paid 200 bucks. <laughs> so you both get three. Yay. So, Tom, you're at ten. Robert's at eight. Now you can wager whatever you want. For this last one. I'll wager seven. And it is an Arnold question. In that case, I'll wager eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'll also wager... No, I'll wager five. No, I'll wager seven. Wager... Seven? Yeah, why not? Okay. How many times did Arnold win Mr. Olympia? A, 5, B, 6, C, 7, or D, 8? 5. Your final answer is 5? Yeah. I'll go 7. And your winner is Tom. He correct. He guessed it right with seven, Mr. Olympia titles. Robert, good game. Yeah, seven, seven times Mr. Olympia. He also won like Mr. Universe, and then yeah. he also won something else. I was thinking. Guinness World Book Records defined him as the perfect body.
<laughs> he was fucking ripped. I know, but like it was gross. It was never like like at some point he started taking steroids, and I feel like that's just the same for most people who take steroids. Like they just he started looking gross. Like oh. Well, they both have Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But there was a couple Rack movies where he didn't take steroids. <laughs> yeah, then in like three, he's like, just... Yeah, it was three where he started thinking. Then he lifted like Hogan over his head. That's that one, right? Yeah. Thunder lips. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good game. I lose to Tom like usual, so... <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. I should have done a longer one, but I... Didn't have much time. I started a new job and everything. No worries, man. It was fun. Like I said, I think um, I, I know a lot more about Arnie than I do uh, Sly, but um, one of my favorite movies to this day is still Demolition Man. Um, yeah. It was a, a slow movie, so. <laughs> oh my god, I love me some Demolition Man. A movie that we you didn't mention on this one of Arnold that I love is Total Recall. I haven't uh, seen it. The remake is terrible. I know, like, I saw the remake. No, the remake, like, don't even... I saw like, that uh, one. Just awful. But the original is really good. I haven't seen it yet. Arnold pulls a giant ball out of his nose at one point in the movie. And it actually makes sense. It's huge-ass <laughs> ball, though. Have you seen that one, Robert? Like, um... The original or the remake? Total Recall, the original. Yeah, I think I have. And it's like, isn't it about like something where you can implant whatever good memories you want or something like that? It's a vacation, yeah. You get to take a vacation <laughs> that's programmed into your mind. But in the middle of the programming, they discover that he already has some sort of programming in there. And then like spies come in and like start trying to kill him. Nice. I think, um, I like, I was never a huge fan of the Terminator movies, to be honest. Like, I mean, I like, I like them, but they're not my favorite Arnold movies. Like, I like stuff like, uh, The Running Man and, uh, oh, and True Lies. That's one of my other really big favorites. Um, so, uh, I really like Commando. I have not seen them all the way through. Just do the first Predators is the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy Predators, but Predator 2 is... Yeah. Although Danny Glover is kind of hilarious in it. Apollo Creed's in Predator. Oh, wow. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, I, I know all the people... I, I knew that Je uh, the body was in it. I just... Uh, like I said, I've never seen it all the way through. I really like Commando because it's hilarious. Did we watch that one? I don't know. I don't think we did. I don't We definitely watched True Lies. We lost Last Stand. Yes, yeah, Last Stand was the best of his comeback, definitely. Now, does Sylvester Stallone do, like, as many cameos as Arnold does? No, but he's got one in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I guess. Well, 
that's what I mean. It's just like, I remember you mentioning that, and I got to thinking about it, like, all the cameos I've seen Arnold do, like, um, um, the rundown with The Rock, and a few other things that were popping into mind. Well, keep in mind, too, Arnold was in office then. Okay. So that's kind of all he could do. Well, that's what I mean. It's just, I don't understand why Sylvester Stallone doesn't do a lot more cameo roles like that. You mean, like, Spy Kids? Spy Kids 3 or whatever he's like the fucking yeah he probably got a Razzie for that one probably like that first one I mean they're all weird but that first one was just like they're thumb people and like weird ass shit and they couldn't hold anything they were all thumbs (laughs) no I don't know why maybe he just I don't know, hasn't gotten to that point. Was the main villain of that movie Alan Cummings? You gotta look that up. In the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, what's his face? Um, with a really fucked up face. Uh, Garland Green. I can never remember his real name. He's like the star of Boardwalk Empire right now. Oh, Steve Buscemi? Yeah. He was in there, too. I don't remember if he was in one or two. Uh, well, Boardwalk Empire is off the air now, but, yeah. Well, he, yeah, I, well, sorry. But I just yeah, knew yeah. he was the star of that, and he was also in The Sopranos, and he got thrown into a wood chipper in Fargo. And, mm-hmm. I can tell you a lot of things that he does, I just can't remember his name. It's just that face always sticks out. Yes, he is the, like, host dude in Spy Kids. That's hilarious. For me, it's funny that Alan Cummings has done that because he's a Shakespearean actor and also, like, hosts Masterpiece Theater for um, PBS. So, like, he's just this elegant British actor, and then, like, he does that shit. <laughs> That's funny. He's also like X-Men, too, and so it's not like he's, uh, he's not afraid to turn down the weird roles. He played, uh... The what's a guy the an X two right uh, yeah Nightcrawler fucking night yeah Nightcrawler oh he's Nightcrawler oh my god that's awesome that's like still one of the best openings to a movie well yeah I mean I I would say oddly enough X two is probably one of my favorite X Men movies um, I did like Nightcrawler um, I was not as huge on the uh, oh, bitch. I don't know why they didn't bring him back the third one honestly contract uh, which director is on that one maybe contract I don't know yeah I mean uh, they had Brett Radner for that one instead of uh, Brian Singer who directed the first two X-Men movies and then the second two X-Men movies in this recent trilogy um, yeah, but I wanted to bring up one random thing. So Alan Cumming was in a adaption of Titus Andronicus with Anthony Hopkins as Titus Andronicus. Um, it was the Julie Taymor version and she is known for like doing like weird, very visual Shakespeare adaptions. Um, she also did, um, Across the Universe and Frida and, um, he was with, oh, sorry. 
he was with Jessica Lange. Like, they were, like, together in that movie. And, that, and he, like, just wore woman's makeup for large portions of it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to just, you know, throw that out there. Because Titus is a very weird adaption if you've never seen it. Like, there's televisions and shit. I've never even heard of it. Also, horses and swords. Like, <laughs> i never even heard of it. It's probably equal violent play, so they don't do it as much. I can't um, see Arnold and Sly doing plays. <laughs> no, I, I can't either. What were you uh, saying, Robert? Does uh, that join the light through window break? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have you guys do each do a, an impression of both of them. So that counts for your Stallone. Do you have a uh, oh. Arnold? Oh man, uh, the only thing that only was cut to mind for that was get to the chopper. I can't do anything again. What about you, Tom? Yo. Yesterday, I can't even fucking do it. That's Tom Christopher Walken. Um, <laughs> I kind of did. <laughs> yesterday, that is on the light over there. It's broke. It's broke, I say. <laughs> the most satisfying feeling in the world is coming. Comings are the woman. I like pumping steel because oh, it's just satisfying as coming inside a woman. I'm coming at home. I'm coming at the gym. I'm coming on stage when I pump. I'm coming all the time. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, I ain't, like, getting interested in, like, mangled and embarrassed, you know what I mean? Uh, you want to move in with me? It's my house, Mick. At least you had a life. I ain't had nothing. Yo, Paulie. What about my prime? <laughs> Call you back later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What about you, Dan? Like, what's your favorite Arnold and Sly movie? Arnold, uh, Commando, I like that one a lot, and uh, T2, Terminator 2, that was a really good one. I, I like I like him in a lot of movies though, he's just kind of like one of those guys you can, you just, you like to watch. Yeah. You see, my opinion on T2 has always been that uh, Robert Patrick made that movie. Was Which he the the black guy? No, the, uh, that's the name of the guy who played the T200. The um, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. He's in Sopranos as well. He's the guy that that uh, Tony's after for making he like loses all those bets, loses all that money, and then he's forced to move away. He's like the dad at the school, one of the dads or whatever. Well, wants to get in the poker game. No, I, I was just surprised because I I never even thought of him as having any sort of like I didn't think about him in that movie that much. <laughs> I mean, I realized he was the antagonist, but I. But I, I main I Well, the the effects are awesome. Yeah, the effects are awesome on it. Like, his performance-wise, I thought Arnold was a much better 
villain character than that guy. I don't know. As far as Stallone... They, they can't, when, we, when people are listening to this thing, they can't exactly see me shrug on, when they're listening to it or anything, I'm just like, eh. As far as Stallone, Rocky is my favorite, but other than that, I would say Copland, or probably Rambo 4. Is that the one you showed me where he's like a sheriff? And yep. And he's fat. Okay. Or fat for him. And it's like, oh my god, all the other guys are in it too. It's yeah, like, Ray Liotta, Raul De Niro. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, what's that guy? Uh, Har- Harvey I, Keitel. I ended up buying Copland for like five bucks somewhere. Oh, it's well worth it. Yeah, so I haven't watched it yet, this copy, but I've watched it with you, obviously. Uh, so I got that, and then you gave me Rambo 4 when you were leaving. Yeah, because I have two other copies here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one in the, the four-pack, and then I have the the director's cut. I gotta see the director's cut because I really liked. The, it was way better. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I always like I really like Rambo Four better than the original. Yeah. Which is a surprise. This one, like the the story, makes more sense than like the dialogue. I don't know. They, it's totally different, but yeah. the action's still there. I mean, it probably is. I mean, obviously, it's built on the first one, so, like, there's that, too, but. But, I don't know, I think it was just cool thing. You don't have to have seen the first one, though, I don't think. It's not like Creed. Yeah. Which is another one where, like, I guess you didn't really have to see the Rocky movies before, but it definitely helped if you had seen them. Yeah. Well, they made a lot of references. Yeah. Have you seen Creed yet, Robert? Huh? Have you seen Creed yet? No, I have not. Do you want to? I do. I mean, if you ever come down here, we'll. Uh, you said you were going to bring it down. Yeah, I'll bring it. yeah, I know. Another reason to move actually back. actually on my top ten list last year. Yeah, it's, I didn't think it would be. It rivals the first Rocky. Like, it's like really, yeah. really fucking good movies. Good to know. Good and... Cool. and I remember when Six came out, you're like, just tell me if he dies or not. <laughs> well, it would, I think it would have made sense, but whatever. Yeah, well, this one I thought he was going to die for sure. Well, he should have died in the ring. I mean, seriously, just like... Well, this is like, way better than him dying in the ring. That's what him and Apollo have in common, then, if they die in the ring. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, him and, uh, like, the whole plot line to Rocky Five was the fact that he could not take very many more punches to the head. Try to forget, like, try, we try to forget Five, but yeah. Yeah. Stroking out or something, he would have, it would have happened, like, if he had taken many more shots to the head. There's you know, really weird, like, brain damage scenes in that. Like, 
five is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull of the Rocky franchise. So, like, that's the one you try and forget about. I think it's worse than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. I think there's less redeeming factors. (laughs) It might be the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor of... (laughs) It's the last airbender. Well, no, that's just a phrase. That was just, like, one bad movie that started trying to start the franchise and killed it. <laughs> it's the independence regurgence. Of yeah. The... <laughs> regurgitated. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, as far as Crystal Skull goes, I mean, other than Shia LaBeouf, I, did, I, I was okay with that movie. And I was, like, really okay with, like, the part where he's, like, throwing him the snake and he's like, grab the snake. He's like, don't say that. Yeah. I mean, it had a few moments like that, but even just the start of the movie, I was like... With the nuke? Well, yeah, the nuke... The refrigerator? The opening scene of that movie starts with Indy in a trunk. We don't know how he got there. They throw him out, and then uh, Kate Beckinsale... Not Kate Beckinsale, um... Kate Kate Blanchett walks up to him and is like, I was Stalin's girlfriend before he died. He taught me how to read mimes. I am going to read your mind, Dr. Jones. Well, that didn't work. We will never mention that again. And then the movie just goes on, and I was like, what? Why did that make that into the finished movie? I don't understand. Like, that was so awful. (laughs) It was just a lot of shit like that. (laughs) Shia LaBeouf uh, with the monkeys? Yeah, that was terrible, too. Oh, God. I also didn't like the fact that he kind of just abandoned Marion after Raiders. Because the implication at the end of Raiders whoa, is that, whoa, like, whoa. they are going to be together. Wait, wait, wait. Those are before Raiders, though. Those next two are timeline-wise. They take place before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Crystal Skull takes place after. Right. So the implication of, of Raiders is that he and Marion are together. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull explicitly states that they have broken up for some sort of unknown reasons, like, since, and, like, he just abandoned her and their child. Yeah, and he's like, I got a lot of Marians, kid. Yeah, like, what an asshole. Like, what, he got Alzheimer's, too? Yeah, like, that whole movie just made Indy into a total asshole, and I didn't like it. (laughs) Well, one thing that, that was cool, I thought, that they got Harrison Ford for Expendables 3. Yeah. Even though I mean, there was a cameo, but... I saw the first two, and then decided I was done with the series. Uh, like I said, I think I said this about Expendables 3 a couple episodes ago, maybe, um, but I, I'm just glad that my question got answered, like, who'd win the fight between Rocky and Riggs? Uh, and so that was, like, my main thing for watching. Like, I think Dan told me when it was coming out that that uh, Mel Gibson was the bad guy, and I was like, there's no way in hell he's going to be a decent bad guy. And then I got to watch some of his other stuff, like the Lethal Weapon, and I'm just like, what if Riggs had gone completely psycho? This is what would happen, and so I'd like to see that fight. Riggs is psycho. Yeah, well, is the opening scene with him in Lethal Weapon, him just walking toward a bunch of like shots coming at him, like, no armor, just wandering. But he has his reasons. I get that, but it's like, in, in the Lethal Weapons, he's like controlled psycho, okay? This is uncontrolled psycho, Riggs. And I'd like, I would have liked to see 
I just wish that it was rated R, you know, like the first one. Because I really like the first one, how, you know, with the introduction of that gun that Terry Crews has, you know, this is like annihilating people. You know, and then you got the Stone Cold vs. Stallone, uh, Jet Li vs. Dolph Lundgren. I don't know who that cat was that played the other right-hand man to Eric Roberts that took on Statham and Lee. Um, but just the way they took him out by, like, snapping his neck backwards, I thought that was, like, crazy That's cool. what I mean. I thought the whole series should have done the rated R thing for sure. Kept it that, you know, over-the-top, like, gore, you know. Well, not so much gore, but, you know, definitely... Well, just, you know, shocking deaths or... Shocking action. I don't know. I, I like that shit. So. It was basically an 80s movie, so it needed the 80s amount of, of blood and guts. Like, 80s action movies were really violent by today's standards. Like, they had a bunch of blood and shit. True. And if your villain didn't, like, blow up on screen, it was a failed movie. Yeah. Yeah. That just reminded me, have either of you seen... Uh, Live and Let Die, the the James Bond movie. I've seen a lot of James Bond movies. Um, which one? The Roger it's Moore. A, it's Roger Moore, and his villain is this like um, voodoo mob boss called Mister Big. And at the end of the movie, like they put something down his throat that like causes him to blow up like the little girl and Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, and then he explodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> The Bond movies have really changed. Yeah, they really have. Alright, so who's your favorite Bond? Oh, man. Connery. Craig and Connery. It's Connery. You know, as much as I like Daniel Craig, and I'm not going to get very popular for this, but I do like me some Connery and some Brosnan. Yeah, Brosnan was really good, too. Brosnan was good. Um, I think his best movie, though, was his first one. Goldeneye? Yeah. Yeah, because the other, because then, uh, the next two were pretty good. And then four is really campy, so it's kind of fun to watch and, like, laugh at. And they have the one really good sword fight in there. Well, I think, uh, I, I think, think the same. Had in a Bond movie I think, I think Daniel Craig's first Bond was his best, too. Well, but, like, Skyfall rivals that, I think. For me, like, those two are on a level. So, like, you know. I was actually okay with the second one, too. Like, Yeah, I, I liked Quan Masolis as well. It was only Spectre I really didn't like. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Spectre, but I did like Skyfall and Quantum um, Masolis. Uh, what? The thing that always really sticks out to my head, if my head was the, the, like, the chick they, like, drowned in oil or something. Yeah, yeah, and Juan Masolos, yeah. Her name is Strawberry Field, actually. That's her actual character what, name. Why should I give Skyfall another chance? Because I hated that movie. I mean, I I actually enjoyed the slower pace. I thought so it was I mean, worse than Spectre. I mean, I guess it's the same as Spectre. Like, it was just unentertaining. Wow. Um, Skyfall? Except for the song, it's great. Well, they had, like, one of the best songs for the I just thought they did such a great job of 
turning everything you know about Bond on its head. So, like, uh, spoiler alert, M dies. That never would have happened in any, that hasn't happened in any other Bond movie ever, like, that the villain has basically won. Um, the cinematography is beautiful. The, <laughs> I love the well, way that Mendes won't come back. We see him, like, not wanting to come back. He does. And then he just doesn't seem like he can do it anymore. Like, we've never seen that out of Bond. He's always been... This is kind of like so Casino Royale, though. Yeah, but I mean... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then Inspector even did it more with, like, another person he's in love with or whatever. Well, yeah, but Spe- let's leave Spectre out of it. Like, that was just stupid. So it's the Rocky Five? Yeah, that was like, the Rocky Five. Well, I mean, Casino Royale, the things that they did that were very cool was having a love interest that he actually appeared to be in love with, which they had done before, but it was with um, George Lazenby, so, like, nobody really remembered it. Um, So, I mean, it was... And they actually felt like they cared about each other, like, whereas a lot of the other Bond girls, it's like, oh, you know, whatever, he really clearly does not care about them at all. Um... But I don't know, I thought Skyfall was very cool. Um, just in the way the uh, Javier Bardem's motivations are justified completely. Like, I don't think we've had a villain where you're a Bond villain where you're like, you know what, I'm kind of on your side. Like, I totally understand why you're doing this. I understand your plan, kind of. I, I actually am like, shit, like, you kind of deserved your revenge. The scene where he pulls out his teeth and his face is like half sunken in. Oh my god. It's, it's ah, so grotesque. To me, Skyfall is the Dark Knight of, oh. of oh. the series. Like, Casino Royale's Batman Begins, that's Dark Knight. Wow. It's similar sort of things going on where the villain wins, the villain is disfigured facially. He escapes from a high security cell. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they kind of, it seems like they might have stolen from Dark Knight, but I just, I really enjoyed it. I think it's very cool. Uh, they did a lot of different, um, almost Tarantino-esque fight scenes, like the fight scene where they're in front of that weird, like, uh, billboard that's shifting and you can only see them in silhouette and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's still some, like, weird stuff, like he seduces a child prostitute. Um, or former child prostitute, um, <laughs> and then is there when Javier Bardem kills her. <laughs> I've got a question I've been wanting to ask for like a couple uh, couple of things here. Yeah, go ahead. Alright. What is your bar none favorite movie of all time? You want me to go first? Yeah, that's tough. I think mine is Clue. Like all time, Clue? Yeah. That one is one that I can watch anytime. I really love it. I laugh. I think it's really well written. Like the the cast is great and they play their characters very well and they set up everything that goes on. Like, um, Professor Plum, early on in the movie, like, starts feeling up Scar- uh, Miss Scarlet. 
And then later we find out that he had an affair with one of his patients. So he's like a horny asshole. <laughs> so like, it's like just shit like that where it's like very subtle like character work that they did in there. I think the script is really well done. It's John Landis uh, who wrote it. Um, great cast, fun mystery. I mean, you can't actually solve the mystery because it's three different endings, but I think that was a very cool different like no other movie has ever done that where it's like three like you have to go to three different theaters to see every ending um and also or have the DVD DVD. yeah yeah or have the DVD when it first came out you needed to go to three different theaters yeah um and also I uh I got my cousins into it so then I would play that uh man or Halloween parties so it also has an emotional sort of thing for me um so yeah, that's why I think it's Clue. Man? Well, who would be Chinatown? <laughs> Damn, this is tough. Uh, if I go by Impactful, I guess I go Rocky. Just it's it's always been there for me. It's given me inspiration for what I want to do with my life made me happy, anybody can do anything, kind of thing. Um, I was thinking about choosing uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, because that's another perfect movie. And it's very, like, but it's very dramatic. I don't know if I can rewatch it over and over every day, but... Uh, another one I watched recently was As Good As It Gets. I think that's that's one I can just put on and have fun with. But Jack Nicholson is my favorite actor, so. By you, Robert. You know, um, I. I, I, I knew that about, answer like a couple of years ago for you. Well, yeah, the best I could do is probably like um, a top three. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you say top three then? Because. Yeah, top three would have been easier. Well, you both gave multiple. Yeah, that's movies, true. That's so. true. That's true. So I mean, um, you said Shawshank like a couple years ago. I know, and it's definitely still like probably two. Uh, but to pick my favorite one of all time, My Little Pony. Uh-huh. I knew that was coming. No, um. Probably the original Ghostbusters movie. Oh. That has finally overtaken Shawshank. I I, I love that movie. How like, come? Because of Harold Ramis? Like I said, there's nothing bad about the movie. Like, you've got every possible perspective from it, okay? You've got, like, the guy who really doesn't believe in anything in, uh, in uh, Bill Murray... You've got the, the two, like, nerds about it, one from a scientific, one from the magical side, and then the guy who's just in it for the cash. He'll do whatever you need him to do for the money, and Ernie Hudson. Like, you get all of these perspectives into this movie, um, you know, that's just so well done, and just, like, so much better than anything that's come out since about the same subject. Um... So it would probably go Ghostbusters, Shawshank, 
and then rounding out would be Goodfellas. Whoa. Nice. All right, can I give a third since, like, you guys... Yeah, I would do Empire, and I'd throw Empire Strikes Back in there somewhere, too. Oh, shit, yeah, that one's great. Um, so my third is going to be kind of a cheat because it's technically three movies, but it's telling the same story. Lord of the Rings. Long-ass movies, really well done. I love those. And then my second was Chinatown, of course. Now, which the creep that he is is a great director. What do you mean by Chinatown? Chinatown by Roman Polanski. The hell? That's the intro, man. It's a film noir from the seventies, pre. The Polanski rape trial, of course. <laughs> and uh, basically, Jack Nicholson plays a private detective who, like, um, you, his normal clientele is, like, he is hired by a spouse to follow their their husband or wife to prove that they're cheating. And uh, he does, and then it turns out he's been tricked on uh, one of his cases, and it leads to this whole can of worms, and uh, it's a murder mystery, it has something to do with the waterworks, um, big conspiracy starts uncovering. It's a really well done movie. Um, deliberately slow paced, and it doesn't have like the voiceover narration that Noir was famous for. But it but has the camera well work, done. dude. The camera work is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. There's this scene where he's in this orange grove and like being shot at, and you're just sitting behind him, like in his car. You're behind. You're in the back seat of the car, and he's just like looking back and like turning the car around and like trying to get the hell out of there. Oh, it's so well done. Okay. So the flip side of this, okay, is what is your favorite bad movie that people would consider like to be a guilty pleasure because you think it's a great. Oh shit. <sighs> I got a lot of these. Yeah, me too. I technically have a lot of them, but uh, uh, I can narrow it down into a very specific sentence. So it's like, my, my very big guilty pleasure is like the third to like third and beyond installments of a horror movie franchise. So, you know, you toss in your, like, your uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, 4, 5, your, uh, your Jason Tanks made. Well, I mean, some of those are good, but they're really campy, too. I mean, it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're campy. But the third one is when Wes Craven came back to write it. So I, I have a, a better respect for that one than, say, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. <laughs> well, yeah, 2 was horrible, but, I mean, <laughs> one is, you know, a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, I know what you mean make my top five. Yeah. Um, like, so you go into, like, Freddy 4, and he, you know, he feeds some girl herself until she chokes on herself. Yeah. Or the very infamous wanna suck face, and then he sucks the all the air <laughs> out of an athletic girl. I was thinking of, um... This, this, this guy is dreaming, and then, like... 
his bed turns into a waterbed, and he pulls off the sheet, and it's see-through, and there's a, a naked woman underneath. And then her kills him, and he says, talk about a wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I also like um, cheesy horror movies a lot. Um, but one that I'm going to bring up that I actually really enjoy that not a lot of other people did, probably because the show it's based on is one of my guilty pleasures, too, is Dark Shadows by Tim Burton. I thought that one was really funny, and the nods, the original show, everybody's performances I thought were really good, and nobody seems to like it, and I love it, so. Isn't, isn't that like the Johnny Depp with um, uh, the, the guy who's ready the second time? Yeah, it's uh, Johnny Depp, Helen Bonham Carter, uh, Johnny Lee Miller, um, Eva Green, um, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, it's the guy who played Rorschach, and then he also played... Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's in there. He's, uh, uh, they're, like, butler or something, or groundskeeper. I would say... Um, hell's his name? Jackie Earl Haley? Yeah, that's it, okay. There's two Shia LaBeouf movies in mine. Um... <laughs> I think I know one of them. Disturbia and Transformers 1. I need Disturbia. And then... Uh... Tusk? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Never again! <laughs> I can't believe I redboxed that and made you watch it with me. And another one for me is The Rocketeer. Oh, God, I think I've seen that. I haven't seen that one. Everyone seems to love that one. Oh, so maybe it's not. I, have another, I have another specific bad horror movie that is absolutely hilarious that I love. Leprechaun? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh. I was hoping you were going to say something like Wishmaster or something. I thought that was a pretty good one, but... Uh, I haven't actually seen that one. That was produced by Creighton, though. Uh, yeah, there's four of them, and uh, Robert England's in the first one. Uh, but it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's a pretty pretty fun little thing. But um, my other my other non horror little guilty pleasure is My Cousin Vinny. Oh man, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Like I can just watch that any day. Just like I'm just sitting here, just sitting around the house or something, and be like, I'm bored as hell. I could use a lot. Let's put in my cousin Vinny. It's just that 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 scene where she's talking about like her biological clock is ticking. And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> let's see what other shit we can pile on. We've got the lives of my two kids, of these two kids, my lawyer and career, a judge just aching throw me in jail, you taken away over here, our marriage." I love how that's Aunt May now. Yeah. I love I love the scenes where uh 
they're like asleep and then the train comes yeah. by. <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> There's one, uh, I like how the judge is Mr. Munster. Yeah, yeah. Ralph, uh, Ralph, the Karate Kid is on trial for murder. Yeah. Miyagi can't save him. <laughs> Only the the burglar from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm funny? You think I'm a clown? That's another. That's, you must like Joe Pesci then, Robert. Uh, Goodfellas yeah. and uh, my cousin Vinny. And he's in Lethal yeah. Weapon, the like three and four, right? Yeah, yeah. I forgot he was in those. I really remember the first two really well. I think the fourth one is the one with Jet Li, right? Yeah. And Chris Rock. Oh right, I forgot Chris Rock. Oh, God, that has to be one of my favorite ones. I'm sure it's like like the least of your guys' favorites, just for like um, just for I mean, the first one had the toilet bomb, but like this one was just. I thought that was, a, I thought that was the second one. Wasn't it? Huh? Yeah, I thought it was the second one with the toilet bomb. I thought that yeah. one was also the one with the condom tree. I don't remember the condom tree, but I remember the toilet bomb. Uh, I think the third one is where they drown the girl and, like, try to drown Rick, right? I thought that was two, but it might have been three. It's whichever, I think it's whichever one has the diplomatic immunity. That's uh, two, that's because he's like, it's just been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's also, yeah, because that's the one where uh, they're discussing the condom tree, and then he's like in a straight jacket and like dislocates his shoulder to get out, which is how they then explain it later. Is it is it yeah. hard to watch Mel Gibson now, or is it you guys cool with like watching Mel Gibson? I mean, I've always tried to separate yeah. artist and work because like you can't really watch a Polanski movie yeah. and you're like. About <laughs> I do that with Tom Cruise as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, I think he's a pretty good actor, and he's a good director. So, it's like, you know. Did he also write Braveheart? I think he co-wrote. If he did. Yeah. Okay. This this actually got brought up in an episode of South Park, but um, I've been noticing that it's actually pretty true. How many... Movies can you think of with Mel Gibson in it? Does he not get tortured in? Do we, is is what women want? Is that torture when he dress? He's dressing in pantyhose and stuff. Is that considered? I mean, well, I was going to go for more of his dramatic roles. I know, but I'm just thinking of all his movies. I was thinking of one. And I was like, I don't think he gets tortured in it, but he dies. Hamlet? So that, uh, <laughs> Hamlet? No, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he does die in Hamlet, and he doesn't get tortured, I guess. Um, spoilers for Shakespeare play. <laughs> but I was thinking of Edge of Darkness, which I saw in theaters and thought was going to be, like, you know, a big action-y movie, and it really wasn't. It was very slow and boring. Um, I don't think he gets tortured in it, though. Um... I don't think he gets tortured and get the gringo either. But I'm not sure on that one. It's been a while since I watched it. I'm just saying, I saw, I, you know, I, I got to think like Braveheart and like Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. And, yeah. uh, oh, what was the other one I saw the other, uh, 
I mean, he wasn't in Passion, but I mean, it's his movie, and there's a lot of torture in that one. His hand's in it. Okay. His hand holds, like, one of the nails that nails to Jesus, I guess. Oh, wow, okay. (laughs) That's kind of random. That is weird as shit. Okay. Um, He gets psychologically tortured a lot in The Patriot, but he doesn't... What about We Were Soldiers? Is he tortured in that one? We were soldiers. I didn't see it. I'm just saying, it just seems to be a theme, like torture is a theme with a lot of his movies. So I just kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't think he gets off on it, like South Park implied, but maybe. <laughs> he wasn't tortured in that one movie, but Forever Young, he wasn't tortured in that one. Or the he's a he's a pilot, or when he's like cryogenically like frozen and. Comes back to life. You haven't seen that one? I saw it as a kid. Huh. Really? I don't even remember that movie. It's pretty strange. Quit well, listening to South Park. There's a lot more uh, things where he is, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure the guys from South Park just, like, see, like, a t- small trend and then, like, make fun of it. And they're like, this is hilarious. Like, let's make fun of it. It was probably then, right around those uh, voicemails. Gentlemen, thank you, as always, for having me on here. No problem. I'll see you all next That's all for the outro. That's all for the Nerd Files. I'm Dan. I'm Tom. This has been the Sly and Arnold show that turned into something more. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out.